everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I hope you're having a wonderful day. If not, I hope you are making it a great day. Uh, As you guys know, I am just so blessed and thankful for this community, and I'm so excited to record this podcast more so now than ever, which I will explain, but I am going to do a full overview of second trimester, how things are going, differences from previous pregnancies, emotions, physical, all of the above, but if you did hear last week's episode, I am now doing a podcast giveaway only to all of you listeners for anybody who does purchase through any of my links. Uh, Typically, it's Toluca, First Form, or Vitality. But with that, I kind of want to give more information on whether it's supplementation, whether it's vitamins, all of that, just because I do get so many questions on them. You guys know I do not run ads on my podcast. And this is just a way for me to help educate as to why I take certain things and maybe answer some of your guys' questions. So last week, I did address the OptiGreens. I'm going to continue to dive into those just to give little tidbits here and there and not make it too much of like an entire podcast. Let's just give it a quick minute. All details for that giveaway are down in the show notes, but I will be giving away $100 every month to only my podcast listeners. So uh, since today I am talking about second trimester updates, I wanted to talk about the OptiGreens in regards to pregnancy. Obviously, if you are taking anything during pregnancy, make sure you run it by your doctor. My doctor fully approved of the OptiGreens. They have been literal game changers for me in my life, uh, starting with my endometriosis, but now with pregnancy. If you are not aware, when you get pregnant, the hormone progesterone elevates. That is what can help with maintaining a healthy pregnancy. It definitely escalates a lot during first trimester, which if you are pregnant or if you have been pregnant, you oftentimes will experience either additional bloating, constipation, and a lot of just... um, Overall, I don't want to say like gut issues by any means, but just slow digestion. That is very, very common with pregnancy. And it also tends to come back in third trimester. So ding, 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 your girl is there. But in OptiGreens, there are digestive enzymes and probiotics, which can help with that breakdown of our micronutrients and help our body absorb our nutrients and in turn also help us get rid of excess food and excess things that we have in our bowels. So the OptiGreens have been huge for me to help keep me regular and just kind of help with additional, um, you know, bowel movements, to be completely honest. So anyways, all of that information for the giveaway is down in the show notes, as well as the link for free shipping. But just kind of want to break down the why behind why I take certain things, because I do feel like social media can be overwhelming. And as always, vitamins and supplementation are something that are just a thing to help fill the gaps in our diet. They are not necessary or required to hit our goals. However, they can be really beneficial. So at the moment, your girl, gosh, I'm over four and a half years of taking the OptiGreens, but 
with pregnancy, it has always been a huge thing. With that said, second trimester update, here we go. So as of last week, whenever you are listening to this, I am now 28 weeks pregnant. I'm officially into third trimester. Second trimester is definitely, in my opinion, kind of that honeymoon phase. It's when other people start to notice you're pregnant. You actually have the belly, so you don't just feel bloated. So from a physical standpoint, I feel like a lot of women feel good during second trimester because it's just more noticeable. It feels more like you have this bump as opposed to the bloat and uh, you're not yet overly big where you feel uncomfortable and energy returns. If you guys did hear my first trimester update, I had zero energy. I was so sick. Uh, So second trimester honestly is um, blissful in a lot of ways. However, I'm not going to lie. I'm just struggling more this pregnancy. So first and foremost, I'm taking care of a toddler. So in turn, I feel like life is just a little bit more hectic. So I'm trying to figure out if this pregnancy feels different because life is different or if the pregnancy itself actually does feel different, if that makes sense. So I would say physically, I feel pregnant sooner, which is very common with second trimester, or sorry, second pregnancy. It's very common. Things are already stretched out. Your body's already been here. It kind of knows what to do. So I would think mentally it would be easier, but my doctor said it can sometimes be harder because you carry a little bit lower. You have more pressure in places. Um, I feel like I'm carrying higher. So I feel like I, you probably hear me now. I definitely breathe more when I'm pregnant, regardless of like, I just think that's common, right? A lot of heavier breathing, you just get winded easier, but I feel like this baby is maybe sitting a little bit higher and just earlier on, I felt out of breath sooner. But I definitely feel more emotional with this pregnancy. Uh, It kind of reminds me a little bit of our first pregnancy with the little one that we lost. Um, I think I'm more stable now in the sense that I'm able to verbalize how I'm feeling or um, tell Casey when I feel like I feel distant with him. Um, but in, re- in regards to our relationship, we were talking about it the other day. We've done a lot of little things here and there as a family and for Caden, but we haven't done anything as a husband and wife since December. And it is now the day that I'm recording this. It is June 27th. So we have had an anniversary in there. We have had a launch of a business. We have had a pregnancy announcement. We've had a birthday and we have not gone out to do something, just the two of us. And life just feels like it's going so fast. This pregnancy is going so fast, but I'm definitely more emotional. And I'm also very well aware that we did not do well as husband and wife for the first eight months of being new parents. And I think I'm a little bit nervous for that postpartum to be sneaking up on us. And I think that I'm just a little bit apprehensive as to how we are going to do as a husband and wife, as um a mom and dad, what does that look like as parents to Caden? What does that look like as parents to this new little one? How are roles going to be you know, formed? And again, these are all anxieties and worries that I think so many of us, whether you're pregnant, whether you're in a business, whether you're just in a marriage or gosh, just best friends, right? Like anything in our life, we can worry and have anxieties about everything. And if we overanalyze them, then they become like, like I don't want to say bigger problems, but it's not a reality, right? It's something that we are assuming is going to happen. And that's where we're at right now. I feel like we know baby is still far away, but at the same time, so close. And um, I'm starting to have some of those anxieties. I also just naturally feel a little bit more emotional. Things affect me more. I feel like I have a little bit more of a short fuse (laughs) and I um, am aware of it, so that's good. But I just am noticing that I didn't feel this way with Caden. 
And I don't know if with Caden, I just was full of like pure joy, pure, pure joy. And it felt like a miracle because of our loss prior to him. But this feels like a, a beyond miracle. I mean, I feel like every pregnancy just feels like so much joy. But I also just, I don't know. I don't know. I, and you guys know, this is unfiltered. This is honest. I'm feeling a little bit detached from this pregnancy. And I, that makes me sad because I think this is our last biological baby. I think this is the last one that I will be carrying. We would like to foster in the future. Uh, but I just think that this might be our last pregnancy. We are not going to do anything immediately. We've decided we're going to wait a year, whether it's Casey getting a vasectomy. You guys know I have endometriosis, so I might actually have to have other surgeries uh, just to um, help with the future growth of that. So we have not decided the quote-unquote birth control plan moving forward, and we will not be doing anything permanent for at least a year. But um, I do think that this is our last uh, biological pregnancy. I just turned 33 last week. Uh, Casey will be 30, 38 in December. You guys, age is just a number. You guys know last week I did the episode on this is 40. It's totally just a number, but that is just where we personally feel like we are at in life. And um, I don't want to miss out on this. I don't want to miss out on being pregnant. I love it. I genuinely love being pregnant. I love the movement. I love the belly. But I think with me feeling more emotional, I think with this pregnancy also feeling harder, my workouts have been nearly impossible. Like, I'm not kidding you. I will do certain movements. I'm so dizzy. I'm out of breath. Um, just everything feels really hard. And I feel like I have more aches and pains. And that's been really hard to as a lot of you know, I've always said like movement is so important during pregnancy. Trying to maintain what you did before is honestly healthy and vital, but you also have to make adjustments where necessary and you have to listen to your body. One of my best friends was just in town and she's an OBGYN and her and I were working out together and I just kind of asked, her, I was like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Like we, you know, after we just got done doing a movement, she's like, take some time, you know, like take the two to three minutes before your sets. And if your workout is only, you know, two to three movements, that's fine. And it's just telling, like, it was interesting to have her tell me things that I tell all of my girls. And I know in my head it's totally fine. But in that moment to be frustrated because you're like, gosh, I just, why am I unable to maintain what I did before? Why am I, why am I unable to maintain what I did in my first or my, you know, first full-term pregnancy? And that is frustrating because my Pregnancy with Caden was only two years ago, so it's very fresh in my mind. And so to know that I almost feel like I'm not capable of doing what I did before, that, I don't know, it bothers me. And it's also just another thing that's on your mind, and especially with me being on social media and typically posting workouts and showing more of that content, I'm just struggling. Like, I'm just really struggling with this pregnancy, whether it is physically, emotionally, mentally, I know that... Um, I'm coming up on the last a bit, bit of time with just Caden being my little one. I'm, uh, and I don't want this to sound negative. I just hope that you guys know that I'm just being honest, and I'm so excited to meet this little bundle. But that does mean my my time will be split. And they say your heart grows, and I believe everybody. But that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, how does my heart grow, and how do I share that time, and how do I maintain a marriage, and how do I let Caden know that he is my world, but also soak in every moment with this newborn because it might be our last newborn phase. But then in turn know that I didn't do well with the newborn phase and this is where my mind is at and I've been struggling and kind of to add to this uh, this past week I have been experiencing 
leakage, if you will. And I just kind of wrote it off at first because I was like, oh, that, that was weird. Like, maybe I peed myself a little, TMI, but like things change when you're pregnant, second pregnancy. But then it started happening more frequently and it didn't, it like was right after I'd go to the bathroom um, or I'd kind of move funny. And so I was like, okay, this can't seem normal or this can't be normal. But I had no cramping. Um, I, baby's movement was awesome. Like nothing was changing. And my girlfriend, my best friend who was here, who's the OBGYN, she was like, just go get checked. Like, that's what triage is there for. That's what your doctor is there for. And it was a weekend. And I just started noticing that, like, I was not present. I was really concerned for everything. But that's also because if you are leaking amniotic fluid, they will admit you right then and there. And you will stay in the hospital until you deliver your baby. So I selfishly just couldn't go in right away because I realized I don't know if I'm ready to essentially say goodbye to my current life, right? My life with just Casey and Kaden and those morning moments with just Kaden. And again, you can say it's selfish because obviously I want to take care of myself and the baby, but I freaked out and I realized, oh my gosh, this baby is coming and my life is changing and I can't push those feelings and thoughts off. But I'm those I'm entitled to those emotions, right? And I'm entitled to those thoughts. So I took the day on Saturday, and then that night I went into triage, and they said I did exactly what I needed to do. So they tested me for you know amniotic fluid. They tested me for infections because sometimes you might not even know it, but um, I didn't know this. I guess like UTIs and bladder infections are super common in pregnancy, and they're like sometimes that can cause additional leakage or fluids. So long story short, everything came back perfect, which is so incredible. But if you are listening to this and if you are pregnant or if you are, you know, planning on getting pregnant, if you ever think something is off, go in and get checked. And yes, I'm saying that after me, you know, just admitting that I waited longer than I probably should have. I didn't go in the second I started noticing leakage, but it did hit me that We still have so much time until the baby comes. Like we have a third of our pregnancy left. But at the same time, we're in that phase of pregnancy. And with it being second pregnancy, things can happen faster. And these are some beautiful final moments as a family of three before going into another blissful, beautiful stage of our family and becoming four or six with the dogs. (laughs) But um, it's just causing a lot of thoughts and emotions and Um, I think that's normal, but I also think it's hard when I do share my life on social media and I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I also don't want to sit there and like process all of this on my story or on Instagram, um, which you guys know I share so much more here, but that is where I'm at in terms of second trimester, um, in regards to like my thoughts and my emotions, um, I finally got a pregnancy pillow. Oh my gosh, I had it first pregnancy and I was like, oh, I don't need it. Like, we're good. Absolutely not. If you guys are holding off to spend that, you know, 50 to $70 on the pillow, oh my gosh, buy it. It has been a game changer. I feel like I'm actually staying in one place versus just rolling all over trying to get comfortable. And I don't know about you guys, when you're rolling from one side to the next, it it wakes me up, it takes me forever. I feel like everything is so much harder. So the pregnancy pillow has been huge. Um, I definitely had a couple of nights of just like not sleeping well through the night, but um, I think that's also just common and normal. And like I said, not only is exercise harder, but everything feels harder. Like picking up Caden, I no longer have a hip for him to, to rest on. I just feel like I'm getting winded faster. I feel like I'm getting 
tired faster, I'm hot, um, irritable emotionally, but at the same time, on the flip side of it, I almost feel like I, I keep forgetting that we're pregnant. Like I keep forgetting that we have a baby on the way. And I think it's just because life is moving so fast. I have no idea where the last six months went. I mean, none. Like, in regards to not going on a date with Casey, in regards to me being six and a half, seven months pregnant, like, I have no idea where this time has gone. I'm literally in my office, which is going to be Caden's future room, and it's still my office, you guys. Like, I have a pack and play set up because my best friend was here. The Murphy bed system is down. Like, we are not ready. And Casey and I are not ready. Um... I feel like we just feel as though we need more time together. And I think it's actually made us realize that if you listen to our podcast a few weeks ago, we've been awesome at communication, but horrible at taking action. Like we can communicate what we know we need to do as a couple, um, as best friends, as two people trying to grow in their careers, but we're not doing anything. We're just talking about it and we're manifesting it and we're writing these goals down and then we're not doing it. And it's like, okay, how many of you guys are just kind of sitting around talking about things that you want to do or you want to make happen, but then you're not taking action? And I think the scare that we had this last weekend was that recognition of like, oh my gosh, things happen, right? There's so much out of our control and not to live in fear by any means or to like think that, oh, the worst is going to happen. But if there's something that is just on your mind or something that you want to do, maybe before baby comes or maybe before you get married or before you're too into the relationship and it's, you know, whatever it is, like life just continues to pass us by. And I think so many of us are probably writing down our goals and manifesting our hopes and dreams, but then we're not taking action. And that was where we were just like, okay, we need to take action. We need to do the things that we've been hoping to do as a family of three, as, you know, parents of one. Um, So that is where we are at. Uh, If you guys ever have like specific questions about the pregnancy, feel free to let me know. Um, I have not had any Braxton Hicks. Oh, and also just let you guys know, when I did go to the triage, they said it's called watery discharge. I guess it's very common. And again, TMI, like in my opinion, it is not discharge. It was just like literally liquid that like slowly leaked out of me and that was why I was like oh that's got to be my water breaking because if you remember with Caden my water didn't like fully break I didn't have that gush effect it just leaked and we're on our way to dinner and I was like oh my gosh did I what was that and like my pants were a little bit wet but I was like well I'm you know 38 and a half weeks pregnant like I'm sure fluids are just flowing and it happened twice more that night and so the next morning I went into triage to get checked and it was my amniotic fluid so this time it was the exact same sensation but I was only 27 and a half weeks pregnant and I was freaking out so I felt like I I did all the tests like I lay down on the bed put the panty liner in waited 30 minutes stood up like literally everything you can imagine I did Um, I was Googling everything, and as we all know, Dr. Google can (laughs) either make us worry even more or question everything, and I'm like, I don't know what any of this means, and I just feel like if we're questioning it, we should just get checked, right? So um, I was hoping I could maybe wait until Monday, because I was like, oh, I'll just wait until I open up, but then in the end, like the doctor's office opens up, but in the end, I just figured it's not worth risking anything, so... Um, Yeah, they said with being in third trimester and being uh, second pregnancy, the baby can just naturally be putting more pressure on your bladder. And I think for me mentally, I was like, oh, this baby is carrying so much higher than Caden. So I just didn't really think about the excessive peeing or 
potentially the baby sitting on my bladder. So the doctor explained that after I would pee and then I would stand up to wash my hands, the baby would basically readjust and then press on my bladder again. And he was like, it doesn't even have to be about bladder control or like Kegels or anything. It's just you're, you just peed. So like the pathway is open, you wash your hands and like you can leak again. Um, and for me, I just was like, Oh, I, you know, it just felt too odd. So, um, that's what that was. I did not know that was a thing and it can freak you out. And obviously it freaked me out. So that is what, um, happened with that. But yeah, otherwise exercise has slowed down. I'm still trying to focus on walks. Um, but I'm giving myself a lot of grace, probably more so emotionally than physically, just because I've been struggling and, um, just comparing myself to other people who are as far along as me, um, comparing myself to my first pregnancy and, uh, um, it's different. Everything is different. And then there's so many things that are the exact same. So I'm like, is it different? Cause life is different. So I don't really know. Um, at the moment, I, I think it's a girl. Um, I also, as you guys know, thought Caden was a girl, but I feel like with Caden, I knew Casey really ultimately wanted a boy. Like it was just, I, and I, again, you guys know we had just come from a loss. We just wanted a healthy baby, but if we were to you know, somebody to ask us, I think he genuinely wanted a boy. I really didn't care, but I think I was worried that if it was a girl, he was going to be disappointed, which I know Casey never would be, but if you guys are pregnant, your emotions are all over the place and you just, I don't know, at least for me. So I think I convinced us that Caden was a girl despite not really knowing how I felt. I just wanted to be able to prepare him in case it wasn't a boy, but this time around, it's like, and again, I it's just my own whatever. But like the second the baby started moving, I was like, oh my gosh, she's moving. Or Casey, wait, put your hand on my belly. You can feel her. And I just attached a pronoun. And I've never done that before. Like I've always just called my belly like, oh, the baby's moving. And this time it's been like always a she or a her. And um, I'm just unknowingly attaching pronouns. So we do not know the sex of the baby, but I think it's a girl. So we have picked out names, but we have like, three boy names and like two, yeah, two girl names. We are going to actually stick with a C, which is wild because as you guys know, Brooklyn Grace has always been my baby girl name, but we have decided uh, probably partly with also me being so emotional this pregnancy. Um, Brooklyn Grace was the name that got us through the hardest time in my life, I can admit. Uh, hardest time in our pregnancy or in our marriage, even despite the postpartum stuff. Um, Casey and I really struggled with our miscarriage. We we processed it differently. We processed it at different times. So Brooklyn Grace is that angel baby name that uh, was going to be our daughter's name. And now we just know that it's the name that got us through that hard time and it provided us the hope and joy that we needed, which is kind of awesome that the company, Brooklyn Grace, is like the, the motto is providing hope and joy. So that has been our decision. Um, I was actually going to change the company name to BG Collection. So I already had a plan for it, already was uh, prepared. Actually, my last launch, I didn't even put tags on the sweatshirts because I uh, was in the process of changing the name. And then um, we decided that's going to be uh, the name that got us through our hard time and now the name that hopefully can provide others that hope and joy. So We'll be the Seadells forever, and we are excited. Uh, so that is wonderful. So anyways, that is pretty much all I have for you guys. I will be doing uh, a Q&A with Casey soon, but does not have to be on, on parenting or on anything. And then I will be doing a Q&A just on my own. So you guys can ask me any more questions that you might have. So 
Without further ado, I appreciate you all. Uh, Again, if you want to go ahead and check out that giveaway, it is below. And I just appreciate this community so dang much. Uh, Obviously, every review, every uh, download, subscription, uh, share, I cannot thank you enough. So make it a great day, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.